We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. Good morning and a happy Saturday to everyone. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And I'm Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois and Trinity in Darmstadt, Illinois. And this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. Basics. And as we've uh, now entered into the uh, Lenten season, uh, there are some things I'm reflecting on, Matt, because, you know, the land is kind of a somber time. And, yes. And there's some signs I'm seeing that maybe maybe the world is coming to an end. Can I share with you some of these signs of the end that I've been the noticing? The end is near. Huh? Uh, reading reading okay. the signs. All right. All right. Uh, did you know, for one thing, there's an armadillo invasion going on here in Missouri? <laughs> you know, I'm was what i I'm aware of that. I have seen did that. You, have you seen the armadillos? Yeah, well, I, I haven't seen a, a living in? one yet, but I have seen lots of dead, dead ones. Dead ones? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's uncanny. And as you go south of... Of kind of Interstate 44, yep, they're yep. everywhere. It's crazy. So, they so, didn't used to be that someday way. Someday you're going to come into your church and there's going to be armadillos it's, crawling I know, all it's like over. Armadillo again. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. I'm sure that's in Revelation. <laughs> that's, One of those that's, that's they, right. armadillos. It's not so, just apocryphal language, <laughs> apocalyptic language. It's right. really happening. Who thought? That's right. It's just true. Here's the other thing that disturbs me. Do you know we're going to have break dancing in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> Olympic break dancing. That's what they're no trying way. to get. Is yeah. that right? When they have it in Paris, France. Is that when a, you figure? Is that a summer Olympic or a winter? Olympic? I have no idea. But whenever it's going to be in France, they want to have breakdancing. That says something about the French. And here's, <laughs> here's the final thing. The French are a whole other story. You know, now they have shoes that you can tie with an app on your phone. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I've been That's what we've all been waiting for, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. I, I, how many times have I said that? Boy, I wish I had an app for my shoelaces. <laughs> you can just tie your shoes. What? Do how? we need that? And what happens if your phone loses its charge and you can't get your shoes off? What do you do? You can't even leave the house then. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're hopeless and helpless. You're just <laughs> stuck right. there. Sleep in your shoes because your, your app your might working. die. But oh, here's the brother. one thing. I want to hold it because, you know, Lent is a somber time. It is a time when we worry about things like that. But it's sure. also a time when we are ready to rejoice because we know how Lent ends. So here's a little bit of positive. They now have a they have a bacon toaster, Matt. I oh, thought you would appreciate good. that. I was going to get it for your birthday, but I forgot to order it. <laughs> That's but right, you just John. put the bacon in There's and always poof, next it year. pops out just like a like a toast. Little, a little taste of a heaven. Bacon a bacon toast. We'll, we'll wait till, uh, yeah after Lent, post <laughs> for Lent. Christmas. For, for, for Christmas. I've got to get that for you for Christmas. Perfect. Of the bacon toaster. Yeah, yeah. So. That's great. You don't need an app for that. <laughs> no, that's just, right. Yeah, yeah. No app. It just does itself. You just put the bacon put in. Put the raw bacon in the toaster. And it pops up. Just, and off you go. And it's adjustable. You can have it crisp or, you know, however you'd like Oh, it. look at that. Just like a, just like a real toaster. <laughs> like a real toaster, of course. Are you making this up? <laughs> no, Are this you just is gonna, true. <laughs> Sharper Image. Get it out. So check it out. They have the bacon toaster on Sharper Image. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, boy. Just what we've been waiting for. <laughs> okay. 
Well, actually, what we've been waiting for <laughs> is not just bacon. <laughs> no, it's it's the study of the Word of God. That's what we're here for. All right, now there's no time for foolishness. Thank at, you, John, at, for you're always keeping us on track. I'm always giving us off course, <laughs> yeah. and you're always the <laughs> faithful <laughs> Jolly John. I'm here to get, get us back, back to the center. <laughs> Um, so Matt, you, you were telling me that there's actually something that, since we, 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 I know the transfiguration was a Sunday ago, but give us a break. Give us one more week. Cause you said there was something in the old Testament that relates to the transfiguration. As yes. Well. Yes. Imagine that. Um, so yeah, the, when we think of the transfiguration, we think primarily the gospel accounts of that event. Wait, wait, wait there's an armadillo behind you. Wait, what? let's go. Get, get out, right. Get, out, get out. They're taking right. over a KFU radio even. Oh man. Watch out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Don't you know sarcasm when you hear it? <laughs> um, anyway, thank you, Charlie Brown. Um, so, yes, we, we think of the Gospels. We think of, well, now I think of the Epistles, thanks to you yeah, and your study yeah, of Second Peter, Peter right? And that yeah. eyewitness uh, account of the no transfiguration. No myths, That's right. eyewitness, yeah. Yep. And now we're going to think perhaps even of the Old Testament. Okay. Yeah. So what we want to do is... We have three figures there, three key ones, Jesus first and foremost, but two are with him, right? Elijah, and the other one is Moses. Moses. So we want to look closer at Moses and his life. Um, So, in fact, this is in the three-year lectionary that we're using. This is the Old Testament reading for the Transfiguration, okay? So we're going to go to Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy. Okay. Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 34. Thank you. Thank you. I was You're wondering welcome, where to go. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's a little help. Whatever I can do. Uh, chapter 34, beginning with verse 1. Okay. And as we read this, we're probably thinking, what in the world does this have to do with the transfiguration? I'm uh, figuring. But, but I'm wondering. Yeah, let's okay. see if we see some, okay. uh, some similarities here. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So let's do verses 1 through 3. Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo to the top of Pisgah, which is opposite Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land, Gilead as far as Dan, all Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as is the western sea, the Negev and the plain, that is the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees as far as Zot. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Well done, John. All those tough names. So uh, Moses is... I Zor. Zor, but (laughs) it was close. It was close. Zor. (laughs) The big print. I'm sorry. Yeah, Zote somewhere up in Minnesota where you're, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be spending your, your summers. <laughs> where we're living. <laughs> Zote, Minnesota. Um, well, well, so when is this taking place? Give us a little background, John. When When is this taking place? Uh, beginning or end of the Exodus? Oh, the end of the, the Exodus. End of the Exodus. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. This is the end. This is his last of the five books, right? Yes. Yeah, so the, the last the, of the five books of, of well, that's Moses. Right. Yeah, yeah. The next one's Joshua, right? So this is the last chapter, the last book that, that Moses wrote. Yeah. And uh, Moses' life coming to an end, as we'll see. Uh, the Exodus is coming to an end. They're about to go in the Promised yeah. Land. And so God allows Moses to go up on the top of Mount Nebo here and shows him all the land, all the land of promise. So Moses gets to see it with his very own eyes. What a sight that must have been. That was I wonder, cool, yeah. I if Moses got a little emotional. I mean, he probably did because... Well, you know, especially considering he's not going to get to Oh, no! Yeah. See, it ain't so. Yeah. You're, you're right. Uh, Moses isn't going to get to go into the promised land. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He just get, he gets to see with his own eyes, but he doesn't get to go in. Uh, and how old is Moses at the time? Do you remember how old he is? I he have no be? idea. Yeah, so he's 120. Is that so, right? 120 okay. years old. So he, yeah. he's up there, right? Um, but yet doesn't get to enter. Yeah. yeah. So what this account is, as we'll see, is the death of Moses. Okay. okay so we're going to hear about how Moses dies. Uh, and, and again, 
in the back of our minds, we're thinking, okay, what does this have to do with the transfiguration? Um, all right. But- that's right. That's in the back of my mind. I sure hope Because <laughs> that's what we've been promoting the show as. Better fall through You're here. You're making me nervous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's keep going here. Verses four through six. Hey, before we go, though, yes. the thought just occurred to me. Isn't it cool knowing that this land that's being described here, that Moses is looking at the promised land, it's a land where Jesus is going to minister and heal the sick and preach. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is cool. That's, a, that's the promised land. Yeah, yes. right there. The, the land of promise. Be. He's the promise yeah. fulfilled. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's just this, every, so it's just so neat because you have this promise made. When was that made? Well, centuries beforehand, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, they've been enslaved for 400 plus years in Egypt. The promise was made before then. And then, like you said, that fulfillment's going to come finally centuries later. So your Moses finds himself sort of in the middle of this promise oh, made yeah. and promise kept. Uh, but but here it is, all right? And it's being fulfilled even in Moses' midst uh, as the promise goes on. So you have this, this grand story, anyway, uh, that Moses is a large part of. But anyway, verses 4 okay. through uh, 6. Yeah. And the Lord said to him, this is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Yep. I will give it to your offspring. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not go over there. Yep. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows the place of his burial to this day. Yeah, so Mount uh, Nebo, where he's at, that's on the the east side of the Jordan River, looking yeah. over to the the west side, uh, and and uh, he dies. Um, and who buries Moses? I think that's so interesting. Oh, yeah, God does. I thought God that was does. cool. Isn't too. that yeah. cool? Yeah. That God buries him, right? Yeah. God buries him in the valley in the land of Moab. Okay, um, you know, and and according to Jewish history or uh, tradition, rather. Um, myths, cleverly myths, devised, cleverly devised myths. myths. We talked yeah. about last time. Um, it's it's the angels who actually bury Moses. Right? I think that's Is kind that of a neat right? picture, yeah. and you know, it's yeah. it's kind of a mythical thing, but it's it's a neat picture. Regardless, though, whatever means he uses, God is the one who buries Moses. The scriptures say that. No one knows the place of the burial. I wonder why not. Um, what well, do you think? Well, I have a theory. Yeah. Because these Israelites have a tendency to pick up old stuff and worship it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll be worshiping what? The, the, the bronze serpent. The bronze Remember, serpent they start stuff, worshiping yeah. that, that thing. So yeah. I can just imagine if they knew where the grave of Moses is, they'd probably put a memorial there and they'd all be going worshiping at the the, the grave of Moses. And yeah. yeah. I tend to think you're right. I tend to think you're right. That, that there's not there's that temptation of worship. The, the man who followed the Lord rather than the Lord himself. Yeah, yeah. All right, so... Um, we, we do that too, isn't that interesting? We, we love the old stuff. And, yeah, and we, yeah. we 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 worship the old stuff. And sure. that, that's not necessarily bad. Traditions are good things, yep. but but that's probably not what we should put our focus on. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. And, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, and, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. But I, I'm thinking, well, I don't know. <laughs> what are you I, thinking? But I'm just thinking of, you know, as you retire and you've yeah, been in the same yeah. parish for so many years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Boy. Um, you know, there's there's a temptation to put up the the big statue to Jolly John Lekumski, you know, um, in the church. But but yet, you know, as, as wonderful as a pastor you are, it's about the the savior you've proclaimed all those years it, it, and it, continue to. It's not about it's not about you. It's funny because I have a great big picture of me in the back. And, and that picture either has to come down, or they need to take a great big picture of the new guy that comes in. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't just we don't want just a wallet size of the new guy next to your, right. your big yeah, porch. Yeah. Do, do you have portraits of your former pastors in we, your church? We do. We okay, do. many churches do. And again, yeah. that's not the, that's, that's not, not bad with yes. that. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. But but again, um, you know, in any of those cases, it's all with that recognition that it's we're, we're celebrating not that man, not that pastor, but we're celebrating well the, the one that that they proclaimed and how the Lord worked through them. So, absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. we we must become less that he can become more yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right so uh anyway uh, no worshiping of moses or at his grave um all right well it gives us a little more detail here uh, verses so seven please don't come and worship eight. at my grave people <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, okay i'll just shut up <laughs> I'm glad I always bring us back to the point. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just, well, just please. don't tell anyone where you're buried. Oh, well. And see, then, then, it, and then you can avoid it, just like Moses. That's right. You okay. and Moses have another similarity here. What's that? Well, you keep reading. Okay. We'll, we'll, right. we'll hear it. Moses was 120 <laughs> years old. When he died, his eyes were undimmed. What can't be me? And his fear was not abated. <laughs> and the people of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. Then the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. Yeah. Yeah. His eye were undimmed, his vigor unabated. Yeah, that's, that's what, not that's me, what I was thinking. I can't even read the stupid Your Bible vigor. here. Not the Bible is stupid, but I can't read it. Yeah, yeah so God gave him the energy, the, the vigor he needed to yeah. do his job. And now that the job is, is done, mission accomplished, yeah. Yeah. you know, he, he dies. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the Lord buries him. But vigor unabated. Yeah. The strength that God gives. Isn't that cool? I think that's such that a nice concept, though. Yeah. God's put you here. He's got a job for you to do. Yep. As soon as you're done with that job, he's going to take you home. Because really... Why is he keeping you here anyway? It's a lot better in heaven. No kidding, yeah. Yeah. You know, that Luther said, they said, the best thing God could do is baptize us and then strangle us. Yeah. In typical Lutheran, Lutheran I know, fashion. I okay. yeah. But Yeah, you had that quote. Yeah, we had, had that, that just a couple yeah, weeks ago. Then, then, then we go to be with the Lord. What yeah, could be better? Yeah. But our neighbor needs us. He's yeah. got a job yeah. for us to do. And, uh, yeah, I... Thanks be to God that he just gives the gifts needed to fulfill the callings we have, whether that's a pastor or whether it's a a mother or father or husband or wife, whatever it is. um, God gives us the gifts we need to fulfill that calling. Thanks be to God. Nice thought. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, then uh, then we kind of have this little eulogy almost for, for Moses, if you want to ah, wrap up this uh, sure. book of Deuteronomy. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. So the people of Israel obeyed him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. And there has not arisen a prophet since an Israelite Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, none like him for all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent to him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, and for all the mighty power and all the great deeds of terror that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. Yeah. That's an so nice obituary. Moses is special. God's special yeah. servant for that time and place. Uh, no one like him, except until that one who comes, the, the new Moses, yeah. the greater Moses, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 So neat. Okay, so what's the deal here? Why can't Moses go into the promised land? What's the deal here? Well... Go ahead. The, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, I mean, he sinned. Obviously. He sinned. Yeah, yeah, he's he's imperfect. He sinned, and and he sinned one way in particular. Um, you remember what well, that was? Was he supposed to get some water coming out of a rock? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and God just said, "Speak to the rock," and no, he had to hit the rock with his staff. And yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, we go back to just a couple chapters, uh, Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, uh, just real quick. Uh, it says, because you broke faith with me, the Lord says, in the midst of the people of Israel, the waters of Meribah and Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin, and because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the people of Israel, 
For you shall see the land before you, but you shall not go there yeah. to the land that I'm giving to the people of Israel. So there it is. Now, Moses, great as a prophet as he was, is an imperfect guy. Yeah. And he, yeah. he, he sinned in other ways, too. You know, for one, I think back in Egypt, remember what oh, he did yeah. to the Egyptian guy? Yeah, that's right. Murdered Killed him. Murdered yep. him, right? Yep. But and, but here, that's that's not the specific reason why he's not entering. It's because of this episode with this water and this rock. Kind of interesting. So uh, as time allows, let's take a quick look at that. Okay. That account. Sounds good. So where are we okay, going? Okay, so we're going to Numbers chapter 20. And we'll just, I think we can be kind of brief with uh, this because well, and, I think and, and our don't, listeners don't are. feel compelled. We, we can do it, continue this to next week. You know, my okay. wife was listening to Rest of the Basics. She said, that's one of the things I love is you guys, you know, you, you don't get under pressure because of the time. It's, it's uh, you know, if you don't finish it, you just you do it yeah. next week. Yeah. And it's just people keep listening. And uh, that, that is kind of we'll, nice. We'll be yeah. back. We'll we be will back. be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here I'm we sorry, are. Chapter, chapter 20. Chapter 20, beginning with verse 2. We'll just see how oh. far we get here. Okay. Uh, 20 verse 2? Uh, chip, numbers, chapter. Oh, numbers. Two. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. What was it again? Uh, Genesis, yeah, n- Exodus, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Leviticus. Numbers, chapter numbers. 20, verse okay. 2. I so was still in Deuteronomy. That's all right. That's the waters of Meribah. There we go. All right. Here we go. Now there was no water for the congregation, and they assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron, and the people quarreled with Moses and said, Would that we had perished. Boy, they say that all the time, don't they? Would we had perished. I know. Would that we had perished when our brothers perished before the Lord. Why have you brought the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness, that we should die here, both we and our cattle? Uh, and haven't they done this before? Doesn't it sound familiar? Yeah. I know. I know. It's grumbling the whole way there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that we should die here, both we and our cattle. And why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place? It is no place for grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Yeah. Then stop well, there. Yeah, yeah stop oh, there for a second. Right. So uh, at, at this point, they've already gotten to the promised land. They've already yeah. scouted out Jericho, and they've already disobediently decided, well, we can't do this. God, <laughs> God can't do this for us. So they've been wandering in the wilderness already a long time when this takes place. They got themselves into the situation with the same kind of grumbling, right? Exactly. Yeah, all well, that we had died. Okay, if that's yeah. what you want. Yeah, well, and, and here's the deal. So after they, they scout out the land and after they, they decide, oh, we're, we're not going to do this, right? They wander for 40 years. Part of the reason is that whole generation yep. dies off. Yep. Everyone over the age of 20. Well, that's already taken place. They've already pretty much died off. So these people here talking are the new generation. Yeah. And so, then, you know, Moses is like 100 years old plus at this time, <laughs> and he's hearing the same darn thing that their parents said. <laughs> but what, what kind of gets me is they act like they, they know what they know what Egypt was like. And maybe they were a teenager or something in Egypt, but they don't know what it was <laughs> no, like. No. But they're, that's what they long for. And so they're grumbling and complaining and... You know, they don't even know what they're talking about. So, so all right. Isn't that the way it is? We're always talking about the good old days. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I remember the good old days when we'd have to go outside and use the outhouse. That was the good old days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and the other thing is, as a pastor of now 40 years, you're right. It doesn't change. Same kind of grumbling and complaining that went on when I was a young guy. Same kind of grumbling and complaining that's yep. going on now that I'm an old guy. Yep. So there they are, and here goes Moses again. What do Moses and Aaron do, though? Uh, verse uh, 6, uh, no, why don't we go first 6 through 9. Then Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. 
and the glory. Well, let's stop, let's stop okay, all right. All right. That, I think this is pretty cool. That in the cool. face of that, what do Moses and Aaron do? They go to the Lord. Yeah. They, yeah. they bow down to him. They come to him in prayer and humbleness and humility. And, and hopefully that's what we do, too, as pastors when there's grumbling. And, and no matter who we are, <laughs> that we take that before the Lord. And, and the Lord, in this case, gives them answer. Isn't that super cool, Matt? Thank you for pointing that out. What do you do in the face of other people's grumbling? Yeah. What do you do in the face of your own grumbling? Well, just... Go to the Lord, Go, right, aren't you? Humbly, humbly. you know, falling yeah. on their faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff and assemble the congregation, you and Aaron, your brother, and tell the rock before their eyes to yield its water. So you shall bring water out of the rock for them and give drink to the congregation and their cattle. And Moses took the staff from before the Lord as he commanded him. Yeah. Simple enough, miraculous, but simple enough. Tell the rock. Yeah. Speak to the rock and it will put forth water. Speak do you, to the rock. Do you, uh, we, we were talking about myths and, and you mentioned earlier the myth of the angels. Did you know the Jewish myth that this rock followed them wherever they went? Yeah. 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 yeah I thought that was kind of cool too. Yeah. That's why whenever you need water, you go to the rock. You go to the rock. Yeah. 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 And there, yeah. So in the New Testament, then you have this, you know, equated with Jesus, yeah. you know, too. Yeah. So all these different layers here right um here i think this particular one it's it's the the power of the word too oh yeah speak to the rock that's all you gotta do the power of the word and uh we see moses disobeys the word well right? see now you got my because jesus is the, the word yeah, and the, and rock. the rock. rock i mean yeah. jesus so, is permeating this whole you, thing here if you're asking where you fall down on your face now if you want to go to the lord where you go wherever jesus word is that's where you fall down yes. and pray yeah, yeah yeah so all right i'm sorry uh then moses and aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock and he said to them here now you rebels shall we bring water for you out of this rock and moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his staff twice and water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their livestock. And yeah. the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe in me, to uphold me as holy in the eyes of the people of Israel, therefore I, you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. So he tells them right there, right? So a couple of things here. Why is this so bad? Well, for one, Moses says to them, You rebels, we bring water for you from this rock. So, I mean, he's not giving glory to God, it seems, but but to himself. And, you know, he's frustrated. He's angry. I get it. But yet he says, we're going to do this. And then, of course, he disobeys. Instead of trusting the power of the word, instead he strikes the rock. Not just once, but twice, right? Yeah. So this so disobedience to God, uh, maybe a disbelief of God's promise of the power of the word, and, and this, this, this glory to himself, perhaps, rather than to the Lord. You know, sort of wants to take credit, it seems, for this, you know, watch me. I'm going to knock this with my staff and uh, disobeys God. You know, Matt, I, the, the, the business about hitting it with a staff, I, I, I've i noticed that before, but I'd never picked up on what you said there, the, the, the pride that was involved in that, too. Yeah. I, uh, and, yeah. And, 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 yeah, yeah, I think that's a great, great insight. Moses, the, the meekest of, of people, as we hear later, isn't acting so meek here in this, uh, this yeah. instance. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, and we, oh man, it just hits so home with me because, you know, when people start grumbling and complaining about you, you just so much want to kind of take it in your own hands. Whereas really, you just need to trust in the Lord and that the Lord will take care of everything. So, well, yeah. anyway. It, it, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know. What a beautiful picture here. That's something Moses does right. <laughs> you yeah. know. 
Um, you know, and we're going to have to start wrapping up here, John. Okay. But um, I really, really want to invite our listeners to come back next week for Wrestling with the Basics because we want to make that connection then to the Transfiguration, Moses, that figure. And there's a word there in particular that I think ties together Moses and Jesus in a really neat way. So, oh, okay. really, you know, All come right. back if you can Because you had me week. worried because, yeah. you know, we yeah. made a guarantee. I, know, I don't there. have to give them their money back. Yeah. Well, now, now I have a whole week to figure it out. All so. right. All right. Cool. <laughs> now you got me excited. Okay. So. All right. Well, hope you tune in again next week for Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.